I like spring dogs and rusty screen doors. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Good afternoon here. Good afternoon here. Cold afternoon here. Cold. Snowing. May snow showers here in northern Nevada. Man, I thought we were going to come back into this room and be high-fiving and slapping each other on the butts and... The only person that could do that would have been Chance, and he's not here today. He lives down there in Chico where we were turkey hunting. And uh, not quite the success rate I think we were all hoping for. <laughs> late, late in the season. Uh, man, we missed it. It's so weird, and I'm by no means a turkey hunting aficionado, but uh, it sure seems like we missed it late. You know, being that we did see a hen with uh, a little brood of baby turkeys there's they have a certain word for them i don't know exactly what that word is it's funny i just saw it today and i went that's what they call a little chick huh yeah yeah what did you say a polt bolt maybe p-o-u-l-t or something like that anyway so that you know that that leads you to believe that they'd they'd already done their uh breeding for the year and we were late but then you see people are still killing them which could be spot and stock or well i mean you guys obviously weather probably has a lot to do with they're just like any animal. Yeah. Moon cycles and, you know, t- time of year. But temperature, just like elk hunting, right? I mean, as soon as that first cold snap hits is usually when they start going off. So right. if you think about it, if you, we were hunting the last week in May, the last week in April. April. <laughs> um, and May 1st, yeah. Yeah, May 1st. And May 1st, yeah. So that's 30, 35 days prior to that. If that's when the chicks, you know, probably the chicks were running around, they were, you know, six inches tall. So yeah. they were probably a week or two old from then. Right. So two months, if not two and a half months prior to that is when they were bred. So we had no chance this year. So they, and if you think talking, you know, to people there, I've heard from the same type of deal late in the season was very tough. And the weather in california they had a one last cold streak that hurt some you know orchards they were a lot they we were worried that. about some we hunted one yeah that was hurt um but that was it uh, after that it got real hot real warm and i think all the animals were like oh springtime let's go and it was a very early <laughs> rut for them mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and so yeah either way we got we got the short end of that stick. We had to switch up tactics, and right. we had success. We really did. Have, we had success, as we'll get into the stories. We had success twice. We just, you know, yeah, just wasn't the type of turkey that you were going to pull the trigger on. Well, and I guess, to, but yeah, we in we, my we've mind, tricked them tw- two times. That's not bad, right? But I wanted that. I wanted that balled up, you know, strutting, wings, wings over. scraping on the ground, you know, strutting in the decoys like we had, you know, last year, you know. 30 minutes of footage of a you know a turkey going to town on a decoy and i I wanted that again you know what i mean and i wanted in my mind i guess that's what everybody does is right you 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 picture the ultimate right i I said to myself i wanted to mount i want a full strutter you know mount this year because i didn't i i killed a great turkey last year but i didn't mount him it just i forgot or whatever you know there's always next year right so my in my mind you know, we were going to have this, you know, strutting bird come in and put on the show and get whacked and, you know, have an 11 inch beard and 
inch and a half spurs and I was going to take him to the taxidermist and it and it it didn't work out that way like you said yes we had success and and chance actually killed a giant freaking tom uh I, as good as they get right i mean they just they don't they probably don't get any bigger in california if they do they lived in in somebody's chicken coop their whole life you know definitely in the top percentile (laughs) yeah and uh well i mean it would be great one day to have him tell his own story but uh you know like you said we actually had some had an encounter and had three toms close and actually had a, a tom that you know like you said and i said to myself had that tom come in the correct way i probably would have shot him you know if we called him in hang up like he did he wasn't big enough to kind of have a mediocre right i agree you know he wasn't a he wasn't a jake he he was kind of like a a first year tom kind of thing you know where his beard would have been you know what seven eight inches maybe maximum you know and he just you know his fan was just a little bit smaller you know his tail feathers weren't as long as they could have been but had he come in like i said all all balled up and strutting and worked the decoy and all that yeah i probably i would shot him but you know we as it were kind of did the the shoot and scoop method and uh really funny like you know as you as you relive i've been telling everyone we actually had a hen come in behind us and when she was calling i, I thought it was like a i thought someone was joking with us and like snuck into the because <laughs> you know you're look we were looking at I guess this goes to show you how many turkeys are actually out there. You know, we, in my mind, we had all the turkeys in front of us, right? How how could there be any more? And then, you know, I guess hindsight 2020, you guys had heard her. I never heard right, her behind us the, earlier in the day. I, you know, I didn't you have did. the same reaction you had because I knew, yeah, you had heard. I just, you must not have had your ear turned that direction. But, yeah, I had heard her yelping over off of our left shoulder back to the east and and uh, so it didn't really surprise when I heard those those yelps coming in. I was like, "That's that same bird," and that yeah. And to right me, up, I'm like, "This right is somebody up on messing with us, right yeah. behind us." Literally, she the first time she she called behind us, she was 25 yards maybe, and then she she came walked right all the way past us, stayed 10 yards yeah, off to our left ten, for, for a while. What's funny, is which I, I thought she was going to ha- actually. Bust make it and, well i thought it was going to be just gonna oh, i thought right, she's yeah. going to make them come in just hot as crazy because it was kind of like almost two different hens that in, in a tom that we yeah. were impersonating and it i think it she did help us it just didn't quite make them right. like so hot that they actually come you know into real close distance but right they were that one tom was within 50 yards shot he was shootable for he was sure 100 it was a big one it would have worked out we would have had we would have had an opening for us first day success and second day success. It just wasn't quite the Tom that you were looking for. Right. One one thing you guys didn't mention earlier that I was thinking also was just pressure. You know, so they'd been we we had a full month ahead of us of yeah. hunting pressure on those birds. And I would say our second morning hunt proved that when they're in the roost trees, you get in there. And if they were not pressured, I think we would have had all kinds of activity that morning. And it just, I don't, I don't know. know for sure, but I think we would have. I think that those birds I completely the, changed what they did out of their roost because of the pressure, hunting pressure that they had on them. That's, that would be my I opinion. hunted in a spot that wasn't hunted on a property of 15 birds that never had anybody call to them, talk to them, pressure what, them. And what did those birds do when they got out of the roost? Stayed in the trees and did nothing. Come, didn't even act like I wasn't even there. Hmm. 
Because these birds kind of did the same thing. They never, they stayed out in this tall, grassy yeah, area and just never, I, to me, they were, their behavior was completely changed. I thought because of the pressure, but in your example, just, it's just later yeah, in no. the year. They're not that interested. They were done. Yeah. That's the, that's what I kind of concluded walking out of there was that it's just, it was over, right? That yeah, the time a, of them responding to hen calls and seeing a, a, you know, a laying hen and all that stuff or just, it's over. It, yeah. They were, they were. It wasn't so far gone that they wouldn't like peek up and look and even fan out and even gobble, right? But just not enough for them to come charging. And they just they know they know when they're done. They know when the hens are all bred. Uh, you know, so there is like, something to say about. Um, in a way, it's somewhat I think unique to turkey hunting is being able to sneak into a spot in the dark where you're planning on hunting while they're still up in the roost tree. I think that aspect of turkey hunting is really cool. Even you know, I like we, it too. We had no action that morning, but I actually One thought Jake. it was kind of a fun little... Oh, we did have the Jake kind of skirt us and stuff. That's right. But uh, I just that's a fun half hour of just sitting there... Listening to listening them, to them wake up. They're just waking up. It's, yeah. like, it's like a serenade. They start off real slow and a little bit louder, a little bit louder. It's like a crescendo comes up, and then all of a sudden, they're out of the trees. And yeah. We I, thought we were on. I mean, we were surrounded. We had turkeys... As far as clock goes, well, we had turkeys that are like 11 o'clock, like our 9 o'clock, our 3 o'clock. They were surrounding us, mm-hmm. and we saw one Jake. The The funniest to me is like when the different sounds happen that make them gobble. You know what I mean? There's that there's that real loud bird that shrieks. It's, every time I've been turkey hunting, it's happened. You know, it's real early in the morning. You hear that one kind of bird that shrieks near them, and then it makes them all gobble. Or like we're hunting in an area where there's farms and stuff. You know, that first rancher that gets up at five o'clock and slams his truck door, and you hear the turkeys gobble. Or in the my tree. case, fall through stairs. Oh yeah, you- so it kind of it's something wakes them up, right? They, that wakes them well, up. I think yeah. It scares them a little scares bit. Scares them. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of the, the time to get up. Know, a the lot owls of do it. Owls yeah. do it, but. Yeah, in my case, <laughs> the place that I was hunting, you know, was a friend of a friend, and he says, "Yeah, actually, you know, all at orchards, right?" And so, different. It's different even in that compared to when when I've hunted them other places, where you don't really get to see them. Once they're out of the tree, if you even see them up in the tree you don't see them until they're right, you know, mm-hmm. a couple rows of the orchard with on you. Yeah. They're in the jungle. You know, they're, it's hard to see them in those orchards. So in my case, the guy says, well, whenever I, you know, run the property and look at the orchards, I always see them right here, you know, mid morning. So, okay. And he goes better yet. 15, 20 years ago, I built a tree fort at the corner of our property and the neighbor's property. And he had permission. He basically ran the neighbor's property for him to all the orchards. So he had all the access to everything. And he goes, yeah, just sit up in that tree stand. And it wasn't, there was nothing. It was just a platform in a tree. It wasn't like enclosed or anything like that. You were just sitting on a, on a platform with some tree limbs around you. You know, uh, basically a homemade blind with tree, tree limbs up 10 feet off the ground. It wasn't nothing. It wasn't like a fort and closed and all that stuff. Did you brush it in or anything? No, when you no. Went up there? no? Sat, just, just sat right down the on, the, on the stand. <laughs> on just the, your camo. Yeah, exactly. Put and, and then put the decoys out on the road in between the two orchards. It, it, not a road, just a little 
a fence line road in between two orchards. And <laughs> funny story, I don't know, whatever, if you want maybe too much information for people out there, but every morning I wake <laughs> up in the morning, it doesn't matter if it's two in the morning, six in the morning, 10 Major in the morning, That's, yeah. I, I stand up and I got to go. <laughs> Just, I, <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. So I did. When I left the house at whatever it was, 345, I went to the bathroom. Hey, cool. Well, we walked in about a half a mile from where we parked to the back of the uh, property and I climbed up or we put the decoys out, climbed up into the, into the fort and I got up there and I was like, oh crap, I, I forgot to put out a GoPro next to the decoys. So I walked back down the deal and walked over to the decoys again and set out a GoPro, turned it on, came back up, got back up in there and I got back up in there and going, I, I got to go to the two. bathroom again. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the, here's the best part is it'll come full circle to scaring the turkeys on the way back down the stairs again. So these, remember this shit was built 15 years ago. Which shit are you talking about? I was going to say your shit or the, the, the <laughs> tree fort, the, the fort. That's some the, serious constipation the, right the, there. The store, the, the stairs and everything that this, this dad built for his kids 15 years ago, all rotted and everything. And I'm fat, but walking back down the, th the stairs the third time, didn't appreciate the weight of a 44 year old man. And then it was just held in by two screws. Side to side, it wasn't like sitting on it wasn't top a of great the, built the staircase. Yeah, the rung. And again, was this the the steps or was this your the shit? Steps. <laughs> the the step itself were just screwed to the sides of the of the the rudders on the side. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't notched it wasn't, in. It was not OSHA certified. <laughs> and so when I went back down the the next time to go into the orchard with the wipes, well. I went through the stairs, <laughs> right to the ground, six feet, seven feet down to the ground. And, and I cut myself on the two screws that were holding the stairs in, the, the rung in, or the tread in. And Jared's, it's still dark, you know? And I'm going, ugh! And Jared's like, you okay? And that, when I crashed through the stairs, oh, yeah. turkeys. Well, no wonder they didn't go anywhere around you. <laughs> the here's the, here's so, the question. Had you... Had, released yourself before do you think the stair would have held was that no, i was just gonna say the moral of that story no. is is you you take some extra time and make sure you take a full bowel movement well i got and... a i got a funny saying about that yeah, yeah exactly. i always say i don't think i got it all but i got enough <laughs> but your brother's age was uh, showing out there every time we'd get a, he had to take a piss yeah you know you, you know you sit there for a half hour in the dark you'd already had a couple cups of coffee and he He's texting me from a couple of trees over. What do you think? I got to take a piss. Well, that's what tur turkeys don't. They, turkeys, they say if they could smell, you would never kill one. Right. So pissing for turkeys. No, it, just, no it was problem. just the getting up. It yeah. was the getting up and moving around. Uh, but, yeah. So I didn't finish my story here. So this is what's weird about this whole deal. So we, had, we had the decoys out. And then after we were done and they didn't come in, uh, the first day went looking for him to tr see if we can fan him and set up and, you know, go after him like in the late morning or mid early afternoon. And I just took the fan out and came back and all the, all our stuff was gone. I forgot about this. Decoys were gone. Thank God I had my backpack and all that stuff. I took off, uh, 
GoPros, cameras, kind of hidden in the in the tree where we were sitting. The decoys we just kind of left where they were, put them back in the bags, and we came back and all gone. And have you heard from anyone that they were so they were stolen? The so the only other person that goes on that property is the owner, and so the the property the guy who I had permission on right the owner of the property that he has permission on the neighbor him and their irrigator that's it talk to the irrigator haven't been there today don't know what you're talking about two he's owners got, he's got nothing. an extra 200 dollar bill in his pocket and i guess <laughs> so i don't and we're i have no idea we're at the back of the property what i've never bought a turkey decoy what do they cost 50 bucks uh, our Avery decoys are like seventy nine ninety nine or something like that for the the hens and so laying down. How many down do you heads. have? Three. Had a, the yeah the tom. So two hundred fifty bucks uh, for lay the down hen and a standing hen. I can't believe someone would steal that. I mean, I can, but <laughs> like you said, you're you're it's on private so property, crazy. surrounded by private property, have, which tells you there's people out there with binoculars watching you. If that's the case, they're looking and really yeah. yeah. It was probably somebody had to have been hunting an adjacent field or something. And but think of the. Think of the testicular fortitude it takes to, uh, I mean, Walk obviously, you know, a, you got a gun, right? You're out there hunting turkeys and, and, uh, you got a gun. They, they see you walk off and go in there and grab your decoys. Yeah. It's crazy. Weird, weird deal. But, uh, there you go. Let's tried some other spots and I, same thing, untouched property. No, no luck. No, I mean, the second morning or third, were we there two days? Three, I was only there. The second day, uh, one came into about 100 yards. Kind of deal. He fanned up at 100 yards and looked and was like, eh, nope. Yeah. Just didn't have any, want anything to do with calling or decoys or anything. So it, it was for sure over. And then Nicole was down there this weekend. It just passed uh, Auburn or just past Roseville on I-80. They had a soccer tournament down there. And she sends me this video of just right by the soccer fields. Right here. Look at this. There you go. So they're. Yeah, because the thing is, they're in California. They're, yeah. uh, it's archery season yeah. now. Yeah. So the kids are like, boo, 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 boo. and they're doing, watch this, though. Her with all her chicks right there. They know there's no shotgun. fanned up. So. Uh, but I wonder you know, early. I mean, I don't. I would have to look at typical times when California turkeys, you know, have their their brood or whatever. But um, it seems early to me. Well, you know, we we kind of went off of uh, Chad's recommendation of waiting a little later in the season because you know kind of like get the yeah. Last year we were to break too early. The toms off. Of, yeah, yeah, we we thought we were a little too early last time, and well, we'll go in the middle next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into uh, Chance's hunt. Our hunt, you know. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Ta- it'd be nice if he was here, but. Uh, first ever. So, we, yeah, we tried the traditional, got in a good hide, but set the decoys out, kind of set them in a little little access road so they were visible and never had, had turkeys off in the distance, but never, nothing ever gave us a, gave us a shout. Never Some light calling them. and stuff and. So then went and found some turkeys on a little bit different part of the property, and they were in the Ammon orchard, so uh, 
that was a, that was a fun hunt all around. We we snuck around to one edge. We snuck into the trees. We found a kind of an area where there was real thick, maybe you know, kind of a grove almost. In I think it was a down tree that had started yeah, regrowing out of the ground or something exactly. weird. Yeah, and we had a we had a a black tailed deer that was like sixty yards from us that was laying down. So we knew we we snuck in there real good and had no activity whatsoever. <laughs> Backed out. Went all the way out and around them, snuck in a six foot deep ditch to kind of get paralleled with them, and um, snuck up to the edge of it. Saw some turkeys, and uh, we decided just uh, just Riley and Chance would go on this stock. We figured four you know adult bodies was just too much to sneak, basically belly crawl. So Chance's belly crawling, Chance's uh, killed an antelope and an elk, two deer. He's done all this big game hunting and stuff, and he has to belly crawl after this turkey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're basically belly, belly crawling behind a fan. And um, as they as they get across and finally get into the first line of trees, here's this, here's this tom, pretty good-sized tom that we were all looking off, like, at our 11 o'clock at where all the turkeys were. And while all that was going on, there was one that was coming into us because we were, we were calling, we were calling from the ditch. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we had such our attention on the, on the group of them about the time they broke cover. Here's this Tom that was, uh, none of us saw it. So I assume it was strutting its way in and maybe what, but it had strutted its way all the way in. It was in range. Oh, it did. I and, shot it and for sure. just blew it up. Just, just, it, it, it just ran towards all the other turkeys kind of stuff. So we're sitting there going, Oh, there was our one opportunity yeah. right there. And uh, what do you figure? Forty-five minutes later. Yeah, for forty-five sure. minutes later, those they went on a belly crawl stock, stop, and you know, and it, behind the fan the whole time, and um, just about the time we were starting to get antsy because we saw some turkeys, they just seemed to be going away from them, and just about the time we figured that they weren't really interested. That we we caught some movement with binoculars, you know, you could have caught some movement in the trees, and here's these, you know, were some turkeys pretty close, like oh, there's some actual some toms pretty pretty close to them. Ten seconds later, fifteen seconds later, boom. <laughs> the 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 funniest was Clint and I laid in the sun, you know, in that ditch for thirty eight of those forty five minutes, <laughs> and then finally he's like, why don't we get up and go in the shade right there, you know, because they had belly crawled way way far away from us. So we get up out of the ditch and crawl over into the first row of the orchard. And literally, I think, like, I we had our, our sly dog, you know, predator seeds. I had just, like, you know, kind of took mine out and was getting ready to sit down on it. And boom, you know, you start seeing them, see it flopping around. I hit my mic. I got so excited again. Uh, but, yeah, our dumb asses sat out there in the sun for 38 of the 45 <laughs> minutes. Finally got into the shade, and then he kills one. And I was just I was looking on the on the GPS to see where Chance is at right now. He's driving to practice, but I was going to try to get him on the phone to get a firsthand story on it. But yeah, so they belly crawled out there, and the turkeys were kind of working away from them. Not really; they certainly weren't spooked or anything like that. They just kind of, you know, they moved twenty feet. Turkeys moved twenty feet away, and they just kind of they were just milling around doing their thing. And uh, kind of you know strutting and strutting moving and, and yeah they were just and moving just, and, yeah eating strutting yeah. doing doing what turkeys do and then f- at, at some point flashing that fan around four toms decided to just kind of aggressively come over and check them out and 
the biggest tom was in the middle of this group of four toms and they basically stopped at about 50 yards and potentially saw them move saw something out of the ordinary or that's just a, that's they're aggressive but they're not any more aggressive than that and they basically stopped at 50 and almost started to go away and he shot from his stomach yeah prone with shot a tss federal shot and stone cold headshot killed this this big old tom with uh was he 12, 12 and three quarters he was just shy of 13 inches or just shy of 12 inches? just shy beard. of 12 just shy of 12 inch beard and i mean that's really good length but the dang thing is like a I mean, it's a big a old paintbrush. <laughs> it's the biggest, thickest beard that I've seen before. What Riley said, he, he's been a part of 25 or 30 turkey hunts and was easily the biggest one yeah. he'd ever seen killed. And his, his spurs were so big, they were actually rubbed off. They like they didn't come out to a point. They were just kind of rubbed to a, to a <laughs> well, round. He, he was old. You know, age, he was, yeah. Yeah. He so was the stud bird. of the group for sure. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, it's not like he picked that one out of the group that it seemed like it was the, the big turkey and it was in the middle and that's the one he ends up shooting. And who knows, maybe one of those other ones was a rival, but that's a, they don't get any bigger than that. It was a no. big old, big old Tom. He was and, pumped. And too. I, the other thing, so I've, I've processed that turkey and, you know, I was, I was, uh, I grabbed my fan from last year, which I didn't, I didn't kill a bad bird last year. It wasn't a monster, but it certainly wasn't a little one. It was a good sized yeah, good size turkey. The fan on that thing has got to be three, three and a half inches longer on you know on the on the feather length. It's whichever, Huge. however that equates to a, a circle. Or it's so much bigger of a fan, yeah. so much bigger of a bird. It's well, crazy. even like that one that uh, Riley was carrying around for his little you know uh, flasher his, type his thing. Fan, yeah, the the one that Chance killed it was it was five inches oh, longer yeah, than that yeah. one. Yeah, you could have hit three dudes behind the one that Chance killed. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that. Then that was basically to fast forward to the next day. That was the same exact tactic that that Alex and and I and Riley uh, used, and had that hen come in behind us, and really had about the same kind of reaction. But they just the the two other well, there's three toms that came in on that hunt, and one of them came in and definitely finished good enough to kill, but it just wasn't wasn't the one you were looking for. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, and yeah. I'm not mad about not killing one. You know, I, I would have liked to have, but uh, yeah, there's always next year. <laughs> yeah. What uh, have you eaten any of that turkey yet? Nope. It's in the freezer, in the deep freeze, along with the head too, because I'm gonna I'm gonna boil that skull and get that get that. It's gonna be bleach, like the, bleach the skull off of it. It's too. gonna be like that coyote at the honey hole. It's gonna be like nine times bigger than. Right, because I bleached I bleached both Alex and and mine last year's skull, so I have those, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see how much different a you know I'd say both good Alex's was better than mine, so we'll be able to see probably you know maybe the difference between a first year or maybe let's just say a second year Tom, a third year Tom, and however long they they live, I don't know how long they live, but I'll bet you you'll see that in their not just their beards and, and spurs, but their head size is probably oh, yeah. going to be incrementally bigger too. For sure. So. We almost forgot to take that turkey's head, and then we went to get it as we were leaving, and Clint almost stepped on a garter snake that was eating a lizard. Didn't almost dude. step really? on almost reach. When I reached down, the dang thing was moving around in the grass. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I didn't know what kind of snake that. it was. But yeah. <laughs> Made me jump back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I was standing on top of the one of those mower things, dude. I wasn't about to get bit. I was in sandals. Kind of. <laughs> it was a fun trip, though, man. That tur- 
it it, it gets hot, you know, which is I'd way rather be I, I, dressed up to be in the cold than you know, there's nothing you can get away from being hot and getting sunburnt and but the bugs were good i like, was just gonna that's exactly what i was gonna say in a d- different year definitely i mean they have had moisture i mean chad chance has been there and yeah. with baseball practice and stuff and they've had moisture they've had you know weeks where they haven't been able to practice because of rain but probably just the difference in a month because last year the bugs were absolutely brutal oh my god dude brutal and this year none, we, none of us even pulled out the, the off none i never of us got sprayed one mosquito anything, i don't remember nothing. having any bugs that never no. caught my attention so when we belly did all that belly crawling i thought for sure we we're gonna be covered in ticks and <laughs> you know there was dirt going down the front of my pants i thought it was gonna be like on uh what's the movie with the kid when they get the leech on his wiener <laughs> The old, Steve, the old Stephen King book. Yeah, what's that movie? Stand by me. Stand by me. I thought it was gonna be Stand by me with ticks, but I didn't have any. No ticks. No mosquitoes. No nothing. And I was, I hate mosquitoes, dude. Just, yeah, they bug the shit out. So of me. maybe not the perfect time to hunt turkeys, but definitely better from a bug standpoint. Yeah. And you heard us talking about fish, and we we never could get that lined up, so we don't have some great sturgeon tale to tell you. I guess well, we plus could lie. the sturgeon were gone. There's the other part yeah. of it. The sturgeon were not in that. They, they we missed the sturgeon too. Yeah, by we month, missed it so. all. We, benefit <laughs> of going early is the sturgeon hunting. The benefit of going late is no bugs. Yep. And in the middle's got to be the sweet spot, right? We should be able to to Dial have in. less bugs, the, the have great week. turkeys, and be able to sturgeon fish. Yeah, they. The, the morning or the afternoon we were going to go fishing what the guy say he he caught two or something all day it, it wasn't worth going out and getting on the boat and it's kind of crazy when you get in that country it's like everything's an hour away you know what i mean it's not like where we live where you know but but they 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 you know kind of look at it the same way like if you were going to drive over to my house you know that's like them driving an hour you know and they don't yeah. care it's like no, it's, well we're going to you know, whatever. Grimes. Grimes. Well, where's that? An hour and a half north. It's like, well, an hour yeah. and a half north. Like, yeah, and then let's go grab some lunch yeah. and back that's in like Chico. That's like driving to that's Bruno's for yeah. lunch, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. we would never do that, you know? But, yeah, that's how they are. So, it's like, oh, you guys got up at 3.30 in the morning? Well, we're going fishing tonight at 3 o'clock. And, by the way, it's an hour and a half north of here. <laughs> nah, we ain't going. <laughs> we're an hour and a half from you right now. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Good, good fun trip, though, man. Good food. Got to see uh, – chance's apartment you know he's a first year college boy uh man i guess i should say and, and it was uh, still uh habitable it's not <laughs> i didn't disaster. go inside but uh yeah. it's cool man you know there's just a, how about i'll let you tell it because you're a way better storyteller than me about showing up at chance's apartment before we took off and went out to dinner <laughs> that would be a good closer right there oh, but God. before you say that real quick that is the one thing about chico california it's it's not a very big town no and alex really you never really been there very much right so he's he didn't know his way around so i was telling him where to go this and that and i just posed the question you know how big you think chico is and what'd you say how big do you think it was i thought I it was like Reno, like, you know like you said like two three hundred thousand yeah, or something 000. like that chico's ninety five thousand people yeah. hey, it's you, actually with 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 a good year of chico state enrollment because i looked this up they can be like one hundred thirty five thousand. so forty thousand college kids in a less than hundred thousand i mean that's crazy it goes up by almost 40 percent just when college is enrolled when they're in town that's what it's a college town so as a result i mean it's got to be one of the best smaller town food places that you could go to the food there's unreal that's what 
you know what what spurred that conversation on was number one just how good the food was everywhere we ate was was good but they're all busy you know everywhere we went that the tables were full the parking's full all that stuff and so it's like and it's not like you're looking at one or two restaurants no, you're looking at 15 20 30 restaurants just in their little downtown district and bars and they're all packed and then you go it's a town of ninety thousand. like they all just come out and hang out in that area and then you know there's that outskirt stuff where the, like yeah. that sandwich shop we went to was unbelievable and it was busy you know and it's a it's a farming community college town deal a really cool little area man uh so yeah go yeah, go ahead I, with the story you know you gotta laugh at, <laughs> at, at, a, at you know the college obviously we all went to college and we remember all that stuff but times are different now man and clint you know i i would go out on a limb and say that clint's probably never smoked marijuana before i'm not saying he hasn't smelt it in his life or whatever but we uh, you know we we pull into chance's apartment there's kids out in the in the in the apartments park playing beer pong and you know that it's it's a it's a college thing you know it's a college apartment complex and you know so he calls his son and says hey you know we're here to take you to dinner come on out well chance gets in my truck and right away it's just full of weed smell and i'm laughing to myself because i'm like Clint I wonder if Clint know knows what weed smells like and that his son just was smoking a joint with all his friends in there. And right about the time that thought went through my head, Clint goes, God, it smells like weed in here, you know? And his son got so nervous. And he, he wasn't doing it. I, I, I believe he wasn't doing it. But I believe the apartment that he was sitting in, they were all doing it. And he got so nervous. And then and I think back to, like, my childhood, you know, like, coming home with some beer on your breath or something like that, you know, and how we all thought we were fooling our parents, but how our parents, I'm sure, knew exactly what was going on all the time. But it was just funny. I think Chance could have a future as a lawyer or something because, you know, I started doing the dad thing, like 20 questions. Were you, were you smoking pot? No. Yeah. No. Don't smoke were pot. Smoking no. pot? I said, I said, we're the guys that, you know, the guys in the apartment, because basically he lives with three other baseball players and – walk 10 yards across this little asphalt uh, parking lot. Here's four more uh, baseball players. So there's these eight guys that pretty much are, are almost all live together. And the other guys' place is a little bit more of the hangout kind of party place. And, and uh, you really think about what Chance said right there. So I said, I said, were they smoking pot in that apartment? He said, no, none of the guys that live there were smoking pot. So that actually <laughs> kind of gave it away. They had some other guys because there's – I think there's like 16 or 20 baseball players that live in that apartment complex. Somebody from one of the other apartment complex are over hanging out. He on was a not a Saturday afternoon. Apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't, you know, he kind of tactfully said, well, no, none of the guys that live there. Were yeah. <laughs> so that was his little, he didn't lie, but you know, he was kind of telling me a little half truth there. But. Tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> kind of funny though, to see a kid live in his college times right now and you think back to your college times and you know obviously he's playing baseball and you guys can kind of relive your glory days of that and and then i like to hear him talk about going out to parties and stuff you know and he didn't hunt with us the second day so he could go to the river and go cliff jumping with all the girls in their bikinis and shit and it's like it's, it's a good it's a good time to be alive for chance right now and he killed a big old tom 
opening pretty much opening morning i mean one two hunts into the opening morning he's a, he's got a good he's a success killer. rate he's a flat out yeah. killer it's funny I, I you know he he had that he didn't really fully explain to me what was going on but he had no intentions of us of hunting with us on saturday so him being able to get a turkey turned out because they had a little a little river rock jumping kind of spot that's i guess pretty popular around the chico area and that was all planned out for saturday so how's how how lucky is that he's able to get have success and he really wasn't going to be going hunting saturday one way or the other that's why he got that one because he had that drive he knew he had to get Ah. it done opening morning so he could be at the river saturday looking at rock formations so i just uh i just bought him points a couple of days ago before the the deadline hit and uh I realized I've never put him in for sheep. So I thought, killed, killed an animal. I mean, you keep going down the list of all the stuff. So I bought him a point for, you know, Desert Bighorn this year and texted him and said, yeah, I added that one on. You know, you've, you're such a killer. You've killed everything so far. He might as well start putting in for that too. And he's excited about the desert sheep. Shit, he'll be and 40. He, it, he'll be 40 something no, by the time no, he draws it. <laughs> he'll draw in like four years. Watch. Yeah, yeah, watch. Be, he'll be one of those, like, just like his elk, you know, he'll, he'll like draw. Way, he'll draw before either one of you guys. What uh? What'd you take off? Did I was before you probably changed subject? What'd you cut off of the turkey? Brass, you kept the legs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. The, That's the spurs, it. the head. So as far as that, as far as stuff, trophy oh. wise, edible wise, yeah, I didn't pluck the bird. No, but no, just legs and breast. Well, what else is there on a wild turkey? I wouldn't even know. I don't think I they're big enough was... to have turkey wings. Turkey? <laughs> no, I no. don't think the wings would be worth anything. They're runners and stuff. So I, I mean, I don't know how good their legs are and stuff, but you might as well take them. Yeah, they, but yeah. Trophy wise, slow cook those. Spur beard. Um, took the head. Took a. I took a lot of his feathers because I figured he's just such a big bird that. That, I mean, awesome what do you do with the turkey feather, man? Put them in your cowboy hat. Time flies. I, I have one on my uh, dashboard, dude. Yeah. I love it. Time so, flies. So yeah, I took. Uh, I think I got eight of the of the main feathers, the primary feathers, and I think I got another six of the of those secondary ones, the little bit shorter ones. Yeah. I figured I'd be like Benjamin Franklin or something, make a little <laughs> quill pin out of it or something like that. You can put it in the old resist all. It's a, it's a little long for that, huh? It'd be hanging out the back. Not the no. the, the primary, the secondary one. Those. Oh yeah, the, I like those. Those are those are pretty feathers. They have that iridescent kind of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of sheen to them. Beautiful. What bird, uh, just what, a beautiful what was bird. that? Uh, let's have a shameless plug. What was oh. that? Uh, what was that Kershaw knife you were using when we cut that thing? Up? And and I was gonna say as you as you kind of looked over my shoulder and snapped a few pictures that it's a the Lone Rock, which it's a it's a replaceable razor blade one and um scalpel 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 is a much better term yeah scalpel point oh my god how easy and i think i mean i've hunted a lot of different animals but turkey's kind of a new thing for me they have such a thin breastplate the way their breast meat hangs over the top end of it towards the neck and the bottom end of it it literally is just on top of their guts on the bottom end it's yeah, not it's even weird. on the breastplate and then when you get up top you're you're into the real thick part of the breast meat and you're already up into the craw and stuff. So you're not even really it's like the yeah, bone still, is so thin, their their chest their breast bone is so thin. So having that sharp knife like that, man, I, f- I was able to fillet that sucker right off of it's that different, breast bone. Obviously, totally much different. Different bird. than a pen raised, you know, you go down to Costco and get how, Oh my god, they're not <laughs> even close. And it really one one other thing I'd say about that is like, you know, they they generally say, you know, if you're gonna get one come strutting in, if you're gonna shoot it with the shotgun 
head. Uh, a side note, this TSS ammo, it, it, you Unreal. probably don't even have to, it doesn't matter with that stuff. But generally with the older ammo and stuff is, you know, get them to, to stop strutting, stick their head up in the air and shoot them at that point in time. You have a much better sh- shot of actually dropping them and killing them right there because when they're strutting and you can kind of see by their anatomy, they're, all their vitals are on the ground. Way low. They're basically yep. facing and they're almost like skimming the ground when they're strutting. So if you shoot them and you miss that, what's their head size? I mean, what's their, if you're talking about a vital area, it's basically their head and it's a small little spot. You're going to blow up their fan. You're going to blow up their wings. Mm -hmm. And you very likely might watch feathers fly and have them flop around and they're going to run off because they're vital the way they really, when you, when you skin them out, it's pretty interesting to, to see how their, their vitals are basically all down at the bottom, almost on top of the ground. I just saw a video of a guy, you know, shoots one and it's flopping around and he's kind of self filming type of thing. And, uh, takes off he goes over there, you know, he's got his gun in his hand still, but I, I don't know the side story if he had missed twice or whatever, but Turkey picks itself up and freaking just takes off running. He tries to run after it and it just, it totally gets away from him, dude. Yeah. And they're tough, man. They're, you know, for, they're a hardy, you know, California and maybe the world classifies them as an upland game bird much like a chucker or a pheasant or something they're tough man they're not like a and everything you know that everything's after i mean they got coyotes and foxes and bobcats and everything badgers and everything skunk. After i mean them there especially in california california that area we hunt california Condors is rich and, with oh it's crazy like the said, predator birds. all the predator birds all the ground predators all that stuff and yeah. then you know they're yeah. not the uh they're not the, the they're not a flightless bird but they don't you know they don't fly great you know and so they're running, they're ducking, they're. And I think that's why they love that tall grass, you know, is it's they you can't really see them, and so they're mm-hmm. they're in there and they're able to run and get away from stuff. I don't know. We have to look at that tall grass next year. Yeah, I uh, for such a small brained animal, they're pretty freaking smart. I mean, how, again, on this hunt, how many times do we say that? Oh, how are we getting styled smarter by such a stupid bird? They're not stupid. No, you might think that, but they're not. Maybe we're stupid. Well, we'll try it again. We'll try it again next year. We'll be doing it again again. next year. It's good. It's good beer drinking time for certain. I wish we would have come back on here and all three or four of us would have had success, but just chance only. And think about it next year. It's going to be, we'll just plan it right now. It'll be a turkey hunt, sturgeon fishing hunt and a, and a ball game. They play, they play two game series typically and catch a game, catch a game down at old uh, Butte college. Beauty. That'd be a beauty, Clark. We uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Big thanks to Kershaw. And we we're using their products on this turkey hunt, and we're happy and thankful that they're with us here today. And we'll be getting after them. See you next week. See ya. Well, whatever happened to an honest day's work? Sweating hard in a flannel shirt. Hell, it's a fast-paced rat race. Don't give all take. Who's gonna finish first? Dogs got more rights Cause the administration's trying to rule the population Folks forgot